Bang bang! What is up, you guys? Welcome to episode two of Scrump and Drew's Music Box. I'm of course Scrump. I'm of course Drew. And this is uh, not the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. This is episode two of Scrump and Drew's Music Box. Excuse me, as I'm still trying to to get that out of me, trying to you know come up with with our own sort of original uh, interest to this. But I do want to say thank you though to to everyone again. This is our second time. Uh, doing this a uh, third time if you count episode zero but our second time doing this officially and uh so for the meantime uh, uh until we get our own feed i'm gonna just drop them in here on the you know on the pwt cast feed so uh you're welcome and to all of you who enjoyed it uh-huh. and i'm sorry for those of you who didn't but i've actually i've heard a lot of positive feedback thankfully you know i had uh friends of the show like uh like uh wh park steve grows weed um you know, so they reached out. Let, let me sort of know how how they liked it. Um, Drugs Delaney as well. I'm I'm calling. I'm telling you guys now. Drugs Delaney will be a future guest on this show. He mentioned to me. You know, we did the the song by H2O last week. Yeah. He was in the music video. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, if you if any of you guys are in music videos, uh, let us know. And yeah. you know, it's just it's, maybe it's, one of your songs will get picked. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, you know, again, it was just a, a, a lot of positive feedback for it. So we're like, all right, let's go ahead and do an episode two. I think we would have done an episode two, even if it was just like, you guys fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura of shitty music. Like, <laughs> stop doing these, please. Um, but yeah, no, it, you know, we're having fun doing this. And so we sort of want to keep doing this. And again, I, I will have, you know, official art and its own feed coming up very soon. It's a busy month that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, you know, Scrumpomania 30 month is, is is right around the corner. 13 going on 30 as I've, I, I just started phrasing it, started calling it, um, mm-hmm. which will be, so there will be, I'm, I'll, I'll announce it on here as well because there is, I've, I will have already announced it on Monday's episode of uh, PWT cast, but with, uh, yeah, again, I, I turned 30. June twenty sixth, um, Venmo in the link below. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be turning thirty, and uh, so while I was out to, to dinner with the, with the May Queen, she was like, "Oh, you, she's like, you know what, you guys should do." She's like, "You guys should do thirteen going on 30 and like, you know, your favorite songs from whenever you turned thirteen. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah, that'd be funny, you know? Like, yeah, third, you know, because again, me and Drew yeah. both turned thirteen at different times. Um, Man, that might actually hold on. What's our year today? Uh, t- today, ninety-seven. Yeah. Oof, okay, we're good. I would have been fourteen. So. <laughs> yeah, so you got to think about what you were listening to a year before that. But I mean, even yeah. then, you know, we we could we'd always switch it up and stuff like that. Uh, and then prior to recording this, uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, like me and Drew were joking about possibly doing an episode uh, in which I'm Drew and he's Scrump. Um, <laughs> again very similar to the movie 13 going on 30 where there's like the yeah. whole i mean not really because they don't switch they switch bodies in as much as you know uh uh she gets older not yeah into a different body per se yeah. uh but then i also mentioned i was like actually i was like all, we should i was gonna say all of my fans will love that they're like yes we get to hear <laughs> drew um and then i was like oh we should also do the movie so uh in one week yeah it'll be a full on 13 going on 30 it'll actually be following forbidden door so that week yeah it's gonna be a forbidden door episode uh uh, slash uh scrum's family road trip (laughs) 
<laughs> slash uh, 13 going on 30 for both uh, this and that. And maybe like, maybe we could even time it so that the, the episode of Scrimps Detective Agency is on like uh, John Bonet Ramsey. Actually, I don't think she got to make it to 13, so that'd be a little morbid. Oh. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Maybe we'll figure <laughs> Man, I know that this is more on the PWT cast, but like, I was actually like somebody at work I was talking to the other day was just talking about how like when they were younger they were obsessed with the JonBenet Ramsey case like and they are like the same age as me so like she would have been like fucking like fourteen I don't know I don't whenever that shit happened dude I I've been seeing there like and again yeah sorry this is not turning into Scrum Detective Agency yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah no there's always like it's it's a bunch of fucked up shit that happened around that honestly yeah. like um. But in particular, there's always things about like she's secretly this celebrity, she's secretly that celebrity. So I definitely mm-hmm. do think that that there could be a tie-in with this show because um like there's yeah, theories that she's so. actually uh Katy Perry. You know, so we huh. could do a Katy Perry episode and tie it in with John Bonet Ramsey. All right. We could yeah, we can we can marry uh music box and the detective agency listen that's the good thing about these podcasts you know yeah. it's it's like the mcu you know where it's like <laughs> you, you 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 hear us draft famous uh cold cases uh so, so you you listen to yeah over on tuesdays and then wednesdays you come over here and we'll we'll uh, do katie perry songs and then <laughs> thursday we'll talk about john benet ramsey and then friday we'll do a movie based on john benet ramsey yeah you know uh, it's a it's it's yeah very MCU like over here. Yeah. Um, it's about fourteen billion outcomes that the the PWT cast could take. So yeah, but only one will help us defeat Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, that that is all to say. Thank you for all the positive feedback, you know, uh, from from this episode and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, hopefully it keeps going because I had a lot of fun. It's it, it yeah. was a lot of fun recording, even listening back to it. Um, I had, I had no idea that I, I went out with such a, uh, talking about violent diarrhea until you brought it up and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I got to that part. Like, um, I was like, yeah, that's pretty on brand. That's pretty on brand for me to, yeah to talk about violent diarrhea. Um, speaking of violent diarrhea, the year 1997. Yeah. The year 1997. So again, this this particular segment of the show does not have a name yet, and I'm sort of yeah. I so I, I think instead I th- again, and this might fucking change next week, so bear with us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is just going to turn into how uh, over at the draft party as like handsome person of the week, it's like ugly person of the week, <laughs> you know, with like a sad somber tune from uh, Kevin Aldridge, yeah, uh, or Steve Feast. Hey, okay. <laughs> But uh, so I, I guess I, I think I it's some ugly people, and I want to tell you all about it. <laughs> it's the hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, it's not the deformity; he is just ugly. Um, yeah. But <laughs> so yeah, I think going forward with this segment, I, I think it would be a little bit more fun. Is we'll pick a year, and then based on you know the week that we're recording, we'll go to that year and pick number both the uh, number one and number two top Billboard songs. Uh, from that week, you know, does that sound does that sound fun? Does that sound doable? Okay. You know. So we're gonna go back to like the end of May, nineteen ninety seven. Yep, 
Yeah. Okay, so no more birthday themes. Uh, we'll see how... Well, we'll, for this week. For this week, at least, you know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a wonderful thing uh, with, yeah. with us being in our infancy in this show, is that, uh, you know, I, I look back to... I, I actually have it. Uh, I have the sheet of everything that the PWT cast was originally supposed to be. Like, yeah. I wrote on a full uh, yellow legal paper pad everything it was going to be. Turned out to be none of it. It it did not say on there, uh, compare yourself to Dr. Manhattan and cry about succession. And you know what? That's what it is. And you got to accept it. Uh, so, yeah. So, th- in this week, uh, it, you know. Was nine- it in there to go through multiple co-hosts? uh no it said have have him be your co-host forever and you know (laughs) tis what it is um but yeah so this week in 1997 i'm gonna start with number two i figure probably better go number two and then number one yeah right so keep them them on their toes and keep them on your toes so the number two song uh according to the billboard charts uh this day in 1997 is one that you know you guys will all recognize because um Oh yeah, it is one of again one of the more memorable fucking songs of this person's yeah. you know um, career. And I'm of course talking about hypnotized, but the notorious B.I.G. Um, definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, um, I definitely for sure remember this shit too, because yeah, I would have been like 14 at the time, 13, 14 at the time, so. Um, yeah, this was huge. Who and man, this would have been is this right before or after he died? I'm not sure, brother. I was four years old. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, actually, I was three about to be four, you know. Okay. Yeah, let, me uh, look, let me look that up because I'm trying to remember if this was. I feel like he had already passed at this time, but there was a music video, so who knows. Yeah, with the accompanying music video, I'm not sure if he would have been dead yet or not. But um, who I've always said between Biggie and Tupac, I've always been more of a Biggie guy. To me, Biggie seems more authentic. You know, he's he was a man of the people. Uh, Tupac was, you know, like I'm sure he was a thug and a gangster, like he claimed he was. But he was also like super educated and was like uh, in movies and shit like that. Like I don't know, it sort of felt like a okay. facade. So he would have just died. So he died March 9th, 1997. So this would have been, this probably hit like around the same time. So well. staying up there. Yeah, man. Uh, I definitely agree with that. Uh, but I don't know. Pac was pretty legit too. So he had some yeah. fucking great songs. So it was just, uh, to me, they're, they're a little fucking apples and oranges because they weren't they weren't to me going after the same like message mm-hmm. you know yeah like Plus, I, I mean i always give the edge to new york anyway so yeah because well, it, it's that as well i guess they're both new york but <laughs> well i mean one is one is very much no one's not no uh tupac was a uh, west coast well yeah eventually <laughs> yeah i mean you know i i think it's it's it was it's it's I don't know. I very much appreciate both Biggie and Tupac, but I also yeah. don't put them on this pedestal that everyone else does because yeah. they died early. You know? Like, 
it's it's there's a lot of newer rappers who you know like you you think about like your your jay-z your nas your your waynes your kendricks your Eminem, who have sort of like outlasted them mm-hmm. um i mean by virtue that they weren't gunned down in the middle of the street yeah <laughs> you know but it's like uh i don't know i sometimes i feel like it's it's sort of unfair to put them in in the same sort of category where it's like we can all sort of agree tupac biggie great yeah. now aside from that you know it's like who, who do you sort of bring in next because it's like you look at someone like 50 cent yeah who for yeah we uh it, it's kind of the thing so on the on the draft about a month or two ago we did frontman right uh-huh. and our guest justin had brought up the fact of like because they didn't get like talking about like someone like kurt cobain like what would it like? What kind of music would he have been making in two thousand three? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I you get never that. know like what kind of road these guys would have went down and like <laughs> who knows? I mean, yeah, the, maybe they. I mean, they could have fucking kept going, or they could have just been like just the worst fucking rappers out there. Yeah, man. I like, <laughs> and that happens. Like, so yeah. I actually, I was like, I saw an article. I, 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 oh, maybe like two, three days ago that was talking about Robert De Niro. And it's like, is his legacy tarnished? Because for those of you guys unaware, like, you know, he went through a pretty messy divorce where the guy's paying a million dollars a year in alimony, you know, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fucking money, a million dollars in alimony. And um, because of that, you know, he's taken lesser roles, you know, like you, you sort of have these legacy uh, actors who are very picky and choosy with what they do. But then you look at someone like Nick Cage or, again, in this case, Robert De Niro, who get themselves in hot water and are sort of just, you know, stuck doing uh, bad grandpa or whatever the fuck it was that you know like, <laughs> yeah. like he did and stuff like that and it's one of those it's like should you you know it's like okay so do we punish them or not yeah. do we not acknowledge their greatness because of some shittiness and it happens with musicians all the yeah. time like um you know like uh like I, I talk about it I, I talk about it all the time like as, as much of a three six mafia fan as I am and like a lot of their post 2005 stuff i am not a fan of like everything that comes before that you know it's like that's what's to me is is, is sort of great yeah and but there is a whole generation of people where it's like stay fly comes out and that's all they know and they listen everything going forward and they're probably just like "Eh, yeah they kind of suck and i'm just like no go back to fucking 93 (laughs) go listen go back and listen to the shit from the like the 90s like that's that's sort of where it's good um so yeah, I don't know. Kirk Cobain might Kirk Cobain would probably be doing some sort of like, you know, mashup with like a fucking Taylor Swift or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. But hey, with this being Double or Nothing weekend, you yeah. know, sort of tied into wrestling because this is when we're recording the day of Double or Nothing, the eve. Of the, no, not the eve, the day. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, you know, one of the main events that you have for that show is Anarchy in the Arena featuring the elite versus the bcc and there are there's a, a pair of brothers in the elite who while in the in independence the independent the indies uh 
Hetty, the independies. Per- the independies as that's what I call them. You know, uh, yeah, I have chicken tendies at the independies. Uh, but yeah, the Young Bucks, while they wrestled in the independent, there was a specific song that was associated with them. And that, of course, is the number one uh, song, uh, according to the Billboard charts of this week in 1997. And um, that's, of course, uh, Mbop by Hanson. Uh, yeah. The only the only thing I know about these Hanson brothers, if they're yeah. brothers, or this song, uh, Drew, is that the Young Bucks use it as their theme song uh, on the indies. <laughs> Care to well, inform me some more? I can tell you, and maybe I should apologize for all the 14-year-old out there that probably were buying music at this time. Uh, I mean... Don't get me wrong, like it's fun, it's nostalgic. James, I think, loves this song. He loves all handsome. He's actually like he's really into their older, like when they get older, mm-hmm. like because they always that's that's one thing about them that is kind of cool is they they've always played their own instruments, like and wrote their own songs. So, I mean, I don't know about this one because this is this is pretty slapper for fucking thirteen year olds, but uh, yeah, I don't know, like. Uh, yeah, this is this is one of those ones where I look back and be like, "God damn, pop music was terrible when I was a kid." When I, like it was my turn. Yeah, <laughs> like, I there's mean, a, this is there's that thing from like, don't get me wrong. There's one, there's songs every once in a while that pop up, and you, but like, there's this, there's shit like Sugar Ray and fucking Smash Mouth. It's just like, what the fuck are we doing? What were we doing, guys? <laughs> yeah, I mean. You know, this is sort of this is of its time. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> definitely not something that I would be, uh, especially if I'm that age. I don't think it's something. I mean, I was I was four years old, so I don't really remember this uh, around that age. You know, I I could probably remember. I think like the Macarena was around, maybe at this time, or maybe not because it probably would have been number one. Um, uh, yeah, I think Macarena was actually before this. Oh, really? That shit did. That probably. I'm gonna find when that was, and I'm gonna pick that year when it comes. I mean, dude, we're gonna do one hit wonders, so yeah. that'll definitely be in there. Because I mean, the Macarena still slaps. Like, but but they got so many other songs. Like, I don't know if they could be considered. <laughs> name one other song. I dude, I can't even name the the group. Uh, <laughs> Los del Rio, I think. Is it? I'm almost sure that yeah, the, 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 I I love all the hands and dog we got going on with this. Yeah. Is that it? But uh, yeah, the Macarena. I'm pretty sure it's by um, Los del Rio. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, um, yeah. I mean, this is this is definitely of that. Uh, like you said, of the era, and I to me, they're they're it's a pretty one hit wonder. Like I don't really know anything else they fucking did. So Hanson, yeah. Like I said, James loves Hanson so and this isn't like James loves Digimon like he really fucking loves Hanson so. what are you talking about I'm gonna have James on to do a review of Digimon the movie with me <laughs> which <laughs> the uh, which again I'm, I don't know what else to say about Hanson but in speaking of yeah. about Digimon the movie um uh because I call her I call her the May Queen because her favorite movie is uh Midsummer. Yeah, and so the other day she was like, "Well, she's like, what's your midsummer?" 
and I was like, Digimon the movie, which I think says everything about me that you need to, which is just like, oh, that's the movie, like, that's the movie that you really love and try to, and, and like, tell all your friends and everyone you know that they should watch. I'm like, 100%, Digimon the movie, like, you know, <laughs> you'd probably, like, I don't know, I think most people would probably expect, like, and they honestly, I think that's my silly answer i think the real answer might be mad max fury road because it is a movie that i fucking try to get everyone to watch and then tell uh-huh. like that they should watch it um but did you mind the movie i definitely like you know me and yeah. james you know i think we're the two people i know that love it the most that that'd be a fun i don't know if it's like a full draft worth but just uh yeah that of like movie movies it's i don't know that's definitely worth a conversation to have uh speaking of which hey stay tuned or i mean you guys have already heard it but man we had we had quite the conversation on pwt cast about something scrump you know what i'm talking about (laughs) yeah you know we're we're just being purposely vague about it right now two days ago when we had (laughs) uh Yeah. yeah um so let's go ahead and get into the actual start of the show. Um, we, you know, we, we went first with you last last week, so I'm going to go ahead and, and, and go first with this one. Um, the intro okay. to this song is admittedly don't, don't flow flow and tell rules. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the intro to the song is actually my fucking favorite uh, intro to any song. Well, yeah. Um, and uh, of course, I'm talking about uh, International Players Anthem by UGK featuring Outcast. So I'm gonna go ahead and just shut the fuck up and let it play. So I type a text to a girl I used to see, saying that I chose this cutie pie with whom I wanna be. And I apologize if this message gets you down. Then I CC'd every girl that I'd CC round town. And hate to see y'all frown, but I'd rather see her smiling. Witness all around me true But I'm no island Peninsula maybe Makes no sense I know crazy Give up all this pussy cat That's in my lap No looking back Spaceships Don't come equipped With rear view mirrors They dip As quick as they can The atmosphere is now ripped I'm so like a pip I'm glad it's night So the light from the sun Would not burn me on my bum When I shoot the moon I jump the broom Like a preemie out the womb My partner yelling Too soon Don't do it Reconsider Sure on the subject, you sure? Fuck it, you know we got your back like chiropractic. If that bitch do you dirty, we'll wipe her ass out as in detergent. Now hurry, hurry, go on to the altar. I know you ain't a pimp, but pimp, remember what I taught you. Keep your heart three stacks, keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks, keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart, three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part. Uh, yeah, I fucking love that intro. Uh, and so, some history on this song. Um, uh, you first off, if you watch watch the music video to this, because I've said it plenty of times. Like I, uh, if I ever get married, I don't want a suit. I want Pimpsy's outfit from this music video. <laughs> Like that is how I want to fucking dress, you know. It might be super ostentatious. I mean, actually, it might not be appropriate for a wedding. But at some point in my life, before I die, I want to dress up like Pimpsy in this music video. Well, I mean, maybe not. Like you know, if if there's an actual wedding, like you know, that's but like for the reception, 
Hell yeah. I mean, honestly, I've always thought about like if I got married, which is funny because this is the second time marriage has come up this week. The, the first time a conversation with me and Matt Nix. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh-huh. but yeah, like I've always said, if I get married, I don't want to spend money on an actual wedding. I'd rather spend it on like a cool party for all my friends and family after. Like I'd go to yeah. fucking city hall and do it that way. But uh, Matt Nix, one of his friends, um, so he didn't go to the resignation show with me uh, on the weekend because he, one of his friends, was uh, he's getting married and he's having a bachelor party. And for his friend's bachelor party, they just all went to the dude's house and were like playing video games, I think, you know. And uh, I, and but when he said it, because his friend is also a podcaster, I was like, oh, is he inviting you guys all over to podcast? And we laughed about it. And I was like, hey, you know what? Actually, I was like. If I ever get married, I was like, I'm not a drinker. I don't care for strip clubs. I was like, if I ever get married, uh, my Baxter party is I'm going to force all my friends to come over and record a podcast with me. Like, that's what it is. But then I'll also make uh, I'll make two versions of it. One yeah. is like the fun Baxter party version. The other one would be like for when I die, like, you know, this is the file yeah. you play. Um, and I would... And if I also die, also dress me up like Pimp C in this music video. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell everybody right now, whoever, whoever may be my best man or whoever's planning my bachelor party, I just want the roast of Drew Kistler. Yeah, <sighs> okay, you see, it's uh, <laughs> like something like that is fun. You know, yeah. it, it's like, like I, and then I, and then I, man, then having my turn on everybody else too, it'd be so much fun. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. See, but that, that's funny enough. That's actually what me and Matt Nix talked about afterwards. And I was like, I don't think I could do that. Like sometimes I say something to hurt my feelings. Oh, like, a roast? oh yeah. Sometimes yeah. I say something fucking hurt my feelings. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? No one's getting fucking married anymore. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go fucking kill myself because they said that mean thing about me. Um, okay. But on this song, again, I would, I would just have like, I feel, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I would just have like three levels of jokes for everybody. Like, uh, so depending on how hard they went at me, like I'll go, you know what I mean? Well, in that case, then I'm going to be very nice to you, Drew, so that, uh, I don't get anything mean said about me. Um, no. So with, with this song, um, so originally th- this song samples uh, a Project Pat song. The Project Pat song I called again being called "I Choose You," which that song in itself mm-hmm. samples "I Choose You" by Willie Hutch. Willie Hutch, a fucking amazing artist. A lot of Southern rappers have, have um, sampled him. But the way the story goes is Pimp C of UGK. UGK is is two rappers, Bun B and Pimp C. Uh, Pimp C was in jail, um, and while he was in jail. Uh, Project Pat came out with with his album at the time, and I Choose You was one of the singles off of it. So he's in jail, and again, the way the story goes, Bun B is like, yeah, man, you know, I remember him um, talking to him in jail, and he's like, man, he's like, the fuck, this Project Pat album, dude, like, this is fucking awesome. He's like, I Choose You is probably, like, the biggest fucking song, like, in the world right now, isn't it? And he was like, no. And he's like, what? Like, he thought he was fucking with him. And I guess he comes out of jail, and he's just like, what? Like, seriously? Like, like it didn't fucking blow up like that's crazy and so at some point you know they he comes to realization of like well you know what i think i want to use the song and um so they go ahead and it's originally it's just supposed to be them 
And then I believe it's like a week or two prior to when they're going to drop the song, um, they reach out to Outkast and they're like, hey, do you guys want to hop on this? And they're like, yeah, for sure. Like, let's do it. So originally for the intro, Andre 3000 was rapping on it. And then he changed his mind and instead did what he does. You know, the sort of slow building up of the beat and then fucking going right yeah. into it. And Pimpsey hated it. Pimpsey did not want, he did not want that. Like he was very adamant about like, no, it's going to ruin the song. I, like, please, like, let's not fucking do this or whatever. And, you know, against better judgment, like they sort of cooled him. And it was like, no, let's just go ahead and do it anyway. And, uh, yeah. The rest is history. Like, I think, again, that's one of the more, like, <laughs> memorable parts of the song, you know? At least to me, mm-hmm. like, even if you watch the music video, you know, it's one of those, like, the it's it's a fun wedding. It's even have a, it has a little bit of a wrestling connection in which, uh, in which if you watch the music video, you know, it's uh, 3-6 Mafia because they produced the song, of course. Um, oh, actually, mm-hmm. so that's the fucking thing, too. 3-6 Mafia was supposed to be on this song. They're on the remix, but they're not on the official version of the song because at the time they were in a legal dispute with, I believe it's Sony, like right after their um, last album, The Most Known Unknown, comes out. There, it was like some sort of legal dispute. So they could not they could not make any new music. They could produce all the fucking music that they wanted to, but they could not be on any yeah. songs um, until whatever it was that they got figured out. So that's why they're in the yeah. music video. I mean, again, along with producing the song, but, um, you know, it's in the the music video, you know, it's Andre getting ready and everyone's like, why are you getting married? You know? And uh, DJ Paul's like, I just want to know why you dress like Roddy Piper. And that's your wrestling connection. <laughs> um, yeah, I just really love this song, you know? Like Come- we're young. It comes out in uh, 2007. Legit. Yeah, it, it comes out in 2007. So I'm a freshman in high school when this comes out. And uh, I don't know, love UGK, love Outkast. I love some Southern rap. I don't know if you guys can tell. I love me some Southern rap. <laughs> I've, I've heard I've heard it a time or two. Uh, Drew, which which, uh, which 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 one of your songs should we play? Where where do you want to go? Look, just uh, you know, hit us with some more southern rap. Some more southern rap, okay. And listen, one of these guys, he's not a fan of Little Dicky. If you look at his tweets, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, another uh, reason he just doesn't know him, bro. <laughs> just doesn't know him. I actually saw these guys perform, um, at Riot Fest, and it was fucking pretty awesome. I'm of course we're we're gonna be talking about uh, Run the Jewels. This song in particular, Blockbuster Night Part One. Um. Yeah, I yeah, run so this. This was this was my introduction to Run the Jewels. Okay. So like it started the love affair that would grow into like just this fandom that I love. Like man, these guys are fucking crushing it, and uh, like the fact that yeah, like Killer Mike's like this fucking. <laughs> Like, just an activist now. Like, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't too familiar with them. I, I knew of their logo. Because, of course, they, you know, yeah. the hand and the other hand holding the chain. Like, I, I would see so many parodies of it everywhere. And so that was sort of what I knew yeah. before the actual group. And then I got to listening to them. Um, through Vinny, I believe. Vinny is a big fan of Run the Jewels. And um, he put me on to them and... 
yeah, man, like fucking awesome. And and, and like we mentioned, you know, like you mentioned, yeah, Killer Mike too. Like the one thing I love about someone and like is is using their their position to um, speak out on something, you know. Yeah. And yeah, very much like I don't I don't think it takes much of. Uh, listening to run the jewels music killer mike in particular to figure out how he feels about a myriad of topics (laughs) i don't know if you uh, follow there's a uh instagram i don't know maybe on tiktok too but it's my i love the cat do you know of this guy's work or girl i don't know what's the name milo the cat no then okay well they he basically takes like cartoon clips and then puts it to rap music Mm -hmm. and like you you've probably seen them some of them circulated but he does one with carl and lenny from the simpsons but they're doing a run the jewels (laughs) song which is fucking the one of the best jokes i've ever seen (laughs) listen i i love I, I love a good fucking Lenny and Carl uh, anything, so... Yeah. 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 yeah um, this song, I said, this, this turned me on to Run the Jewels 2, and then, like, you know, going back, digging through, you know, the first one, and then 3 and 4 coming out. It's I, like, yeah, I'm down for it anytime. Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite things is when you discover a new artist is um, mm-hmm. the fact that like when you go into the discography and you figure out that they're not just like a one hit wonder, you know, like it's, it's always, because at least to me, I know sometimes I'll discover an artist and it's like, Oh, this particular album I really like, but I don't really care for, for their other stuff. Um, which again, sometimes, and I, I do, there are some artists where it's like, yeah, yeah, no, this, but it can be the same thing with any sort of art, you know, like, um, yeah, Oh, this specific piece of work that they did, I really love. Don't really care for you know for much of their other stuff. Um, but with Run the Jewels again, every like I've never, I've never, I've never listened to anything from Run the Jewels and sort of been like, stop trying, huh? You know, like I know Killer Mike actually yeah. he recently put out some new single stuff, um, in which he yeah. shouts out both uh, uh, UGK and Three Six Mafia, so. Nice. Yeah, that's always the way to get me over. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I saw I spoke of you know being young and loving international players anthem. Uh, here, here, this this is another song that just uh, man. So the, when I was when I first moved out on my own, um, I was twenty two, going on twenty three. There was one thing that I asked for. From all my friends, from my loved ones, yeah. my cousin Elisa specifically, because every year she would get me a birthday cake. He said, "All oh, the only thing I want is a birthday cake that says nobody likes you when you're 23," because I would constantly <laughs> see that from uh-huh. Blink 182 fans. And that was all I wanted, Drew. You know what I got Did instead? No. Not a fucking birthday cake that says uh nobody likes you when you're 23 you know but i'm about to turn 30 and nobody likes me either specifically because i'm playing what's my age again uh by blink 182 (laughs) off uh enema of the state and um if it ever plays if it it's i i no a little bit of technical difficulties here 
actually nope just kidding it's playing um yeah just one of my favorite uh, again i <laughs> i love blink 182 i um have i told you about the disaster story as it pertains to my blink 182 tattoo no all right so story time for everyone here yeah. um no, let me get my let me grab my cocoa. <laughs> when I turned, so when I was like six, it was like I had a lot of shitty tattoos before I turned eighteen. I had a lot of shitty tattoos after I turned eighteen. Um, <laughs> but uh, in particular, uh, me and my best friend Arturo, uh, pretty much all we did after we'd get out of school. Oh, hold on, this is my favorite part. <laughs> Yeah. Um so yeah, me best friend my best friend Artura and I, after school, all we would do is we would go back to his house, um, uh-huh. we would play Yu-Gi-Oh! and we'd put on music. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Blink-182 being in heavy rotation in there, along with another band that you have coming up. Um, and it was just in heavy rotation. And again, we were both huge Blink-182 fans. And so he suggested, let's go get Blink-182 tattoos. Now, also at the time, we were both two lovelorn, you know, puppy dogs who, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so whenever we would talk about a girl, we would use the name Josie. Josie or Lucy. Josie, because that's who Blink-182 refers to in their songs. Lucy, you have Lucy Ford from Atmosphere. Um, And instead of being normal kids and getting, like, the Blink-182 logo tattooed on us, we went to our tattoo artist, a.k.a. our other best friend, Ivan, at the time, and we said, let's get Josie, the name Josie, tattooed on us. And so we did just that. We are both getting these matching Josie tattoos. So I go ahead and I get mine. And then Arturo starts to get his and he fucking pussies out and it hurts him too much. So he stops. Now, Drew, one of us has our Josie tattoo fucking right above his other shitty Rick and Morty <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. Can you guess who? It's. I'll give you a hint. It's not the fucking <laughs> one with a podcast. Um, I, uh... I thought for sure that you were you were gonna say, and then he got done, and he spelled Joe C like the, the <laughs> little uh, the little person that hung out with Kid Rock. No, it's been the fucking worst, dude. For like every girl that I've dated, I've had to explain this isn't my baby mama, this isn't an ex girlfriend, <laughs> it's not a kid. Like honestly, that's one of the first that like I I I literally yeah. my second fucking date with Cynthia, I was like, listen, I gotta fucking tell this isn't a fucking girl, like nothing. And I have to explain that. But you know, to to preface that story though, um Arturo does wind up feeling terrible about it, and then he pays for my full Metal Alchemist tattoo on my other arm. Um, oh, nice! So it's fine; it works out. I love Arturo. Um, um, have you come across the Josie in your life? Um, uh, some, you know, but never yeah. like in a romantic sort of way, you know, like uh, no, no. I just that's that's actually the more important thing is, uh, uh, or to me, like. If they're if you have one laying around or like lingering around, like oh yeah, you don't even know a Josie. Who's this? 
I, you know what? That actually happened, believe it or not. I had a, yeah, that's oh, that. Yeah, it's, it sounds like it would have happened. If I know you, it sounds like it would have happened. Yeah, you know my dating history. It's definitely happened. But again, it, it's that, like, and honestly, I would have, like, if I got a tattoo for, like, a girl's name, I would say something, you know? Like, because that's very, like, that's the thing, the thing with this one in particular. It's like, I'm stupid enough to where you're like, yeah, I can that makes sense. That's the on brand for me to do, you know, like it's, uh, it's a lot harder for me to make up this fucking story about our true, not wanting to get you know. And it's like, yeah. no, you can call Ivan right now. He'll tell you we were in Elisa's fucking grandma's kitchen, you know, doing this. Like it was, yeah. you know, cause it was a set. And again, I should have known better because it was a second time. We all got matching heartogram tattoos for the band him. And same thing, yes. he got the outline and the coloring in done in two separate, in three separate sessions because he could not take it. Um, wow. He's more, he's more tattooed now though, so it's fine. But um, yeah, no, again, th- this song just specific in, in particular reminds me of because when again when I moved out, I was twenty two going on twenty three, and again, it's always been one of my favorite songs. I love Blink one eighty two. I thankfully I got thankfully I got to see them at uh-huh. Riot Fest for free. Original lineup. Well, the Travis Barker lineup, because originally there was someone yeah. else. Um, but I got to see them perform for, again, for free when it wasn't a fucking arm and a leg. Like, I know they were just here at the United Center um, not that long ago, and it was like an arm and a leg to go see them then. And it, it sucks. I mean, I'm happy yeah. for their success. Um, but I'm also happy that I got to see them again at a very small Riot Fest <laughs> festival, as opposed to. Um, at the United Center for hundreds of hundreds of dollars. But, yeah. um, yeah, no, you know, again, when it was 22 going on, on 30, a lot of my friends, a lot of my contemporaries, a lot of nobody likes you when you're 23. Um, mm-hmm. and listen, to be fair, uh, at the time, Bullet Club was a big thing. So Elisa instead made me a, a, a homemade cake that was like scrump club instead of like the bullet club stuff. It was very nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and that was actually the, yeah, that was the last time, uh, what do you call it? Um, I ever got a bullet club themed cake, but I am turning 30. <laughs> you guys, if anyone wants, if, you know, bullet club gold <laughs> is back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're 10 years strong. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, this isn't the last time I'll bring a blink One Eighty Two on here. Um, Especially if we do like an Alvin and the Chipmunks themed episode, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, let's go ahead and get into you know I'm I'm bringing in the the rock genre. Let's go ahead and, and bring in one of yours because this is a band that uh, whenever Vinny yeah, I'd like met- to know. Well, I was gonna say whatever your uh, what was the other one that was in rotation with you and uh, Arturo? Was that right? Arturo. Yeah, Arturo. What do you yeah, mean? You said one. You said along with one of the bands that I picked. Well, it's definitely, it's, 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 uh, it'll be the last one of yours that I play because this next one, this next one, Vinny would always mention, Vinny always, when we worked next to each other, again, my early years, um, you'll know this firsthand is, uh, I, I will beat a dead horse and that I will make one joke and just keep on making it. And there was one time when he mentioned, oh, I'm going to go see Coheed and Cambria. And I was like, are they your friends? Did you go to school with them? D- to this day, 
yeah. <laughs> eight years later, <laughs> if he mentions them again, if anyone mentions them again, I still make this joke and everyone fucking yeah. rolls their eyes. Um, <laughs> but of course, you know, this song in particular, we're going to be listening to uh, uh, A Favor House Atlantic by Coed and Cambria off uh, in, Keep it, in Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Um, yeah. from 2003 and that was the thing that stuck that struck me about this very 2003 yeah I mean for sure um I I was actually shocked because I looked this up today I was like oh man I don't remember it being that early but uh yeah I guess it would have been like before I had left Ohio so um man yeah again this is kind of the the start of a I, I don't I don't keep up of them still, but like for a many few years after this, like Good Apollo Four came out, and then Five, and then like the Year of the Black Rainbow, like those that grouping of like four four or five albums, whatever that is, like though they fucking hit hard, and I was kind of disappointed they were just here last year and I didn't get to go, but I I think next time I'm gonna definitely try to keep an eye out mm-hmm. I want to go see Vinny's high school friends <laughs> um they Coed and Cambria didn't they do the original NXT theme song oh I don't know or was that them cause that was the thing oh, I heard this and it reminded me of like I'm talking about like Seth Rollins Big E Bo Dallas like NXT yeah. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, maybe because I came in like after that, where it was the, definitely not Coheed. Mm-hmm. It was uh, like, oh, what the hell was the God? I, I it's like on the tip of my tongue. It might have been that one. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. But this again, in the same vein, like very much. Yeah. Very much something Seth Rollins would have been listening to. You and Seth Rollins. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, like I just think that these guys are just so fucking talented when it comes to. Uh, you know, songwriting and everything like that, and it's like I, I love that high voice, man. It's like uh, they really are kind of like carrying the mantle of Rush, um, just like super fucking talented and weird, like concept songwriting, and you know, just like I said, that that high voice and everything else, like a new Getty Lee out there. Yeah, are they also Canadian? No. <laughs> You can't have that hair and be Canadian. <laughs> um, definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, no, this, because again, if the 2003 shit, dude, I would have been, I would have been 10. So I would have been in like, yeah. Uh, hmm. So I'm in like fifth, sixth grade when this know. comes out. Yeah. So this, no, I'm definitely, I'm listening to like Mike Jones around this time. Um, <laughs> but Coheed and Cambria, they are, again, they are a group I'm, I am familiar with. I, I'm, you know, yeah. a lot of their stuff, because they have a very distinct sound, at least yeah. to me, like the, the voice of, yeah. you know, like whoever's voice it is that we're hearing now, a very yeah. distinct voice. So I'm just like, yeah, I just stepped into a hot topic right now. Um, <laughs> you know, there are no Funko Pops lined up against the wall yet. Uh, yeah. If there's a Rick and Morty there, it's probably two of the employees. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, very much. Uh, at this point, hot topic is probably just Tim Burton shit. Yeah, I uh, there's a there's a fun TikTok that I sent Taffy and Joe a while back where it was like a time traveler going into a hot topic and you know seeing everything and uh, yeah, 
different times, you know, but this, yeah. again, this, like, cause I, and I did listen to be fair. I did listen to like some of, you know, music yeah. like this. Um, and my parents would always just be like, Oh yeah. Like you're a, you're emo now. And I'm like, like those exact words. And I'm like, I don't think you know what that means. No. Especially again, yeah. it's like, you know, like some parents or even friends is like, well, you- I, I was going to say like, so we were at, we were at the, the wrestling show that we call last night and there was this song called like, I fell in love with an emo girl or some shit like that. It's like, like we're just sitting there and Daniel just goes, God, this is a terrible fucking song. And, uh, James goes, who is it? He's like, it doesn't fucking matter. It's terrible. <laughs> like, and it really was. But and I got thinking about the word emo. Like, I feel like emo is is used as a descriptor by people who don't understand what emo is. Yeah. Like they just think like different colored hair or something like that. It's like, oh, that person's emo or whatever. Like, or like I it's it, like or dude, okay, we'll go get kind of draft potty here. Like you see bell breaker yeah well no you'll understand in a second so if you go to a certain website and it says emo girl does something 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 like that girl is almost like like she may have like like plugs in her ears like it's like that doesn't mean she's fucking emo like emo is like they're just like they take like hardcore girls and like oh that's that's just emo like that it's like no that it's it's something completely different and i feel like it's very much that thing where like your parents saying it's like you you heard it once and you just blanket like you wash it you wash everybody with this it's like that's not what emo is at all a hundred percent dude and again so and it happens a lot with me where it's like um so like i don't i didn't really have like a group in Mm -hmm. grammar school high school like there wasn't like a specific clique like i was just sort of friends with whoever i was friends with but there was a lot of people there's a lot of people that again because of how i look and the things i like that they assumed i was like super into video games and i was like if it ain't those pokemon handhelds again or (laughs) kingdom hearts or God of War, I don't fucking know shit about it. Like, I'm not, like, you know, I don't, like, I've never played a Grand Theft Auto aside from, like, oh, I'm sleeping over Drew's house and that's what we're playing. Yeah. I, you know, I can't tell you anything about a fucking Call of Duty, uh, Zelda, a fucking, any of that shit. But it was the same thing with music because people will try to lump you into one fucking category and it's like no 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 like i'm 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 listening to fucking to to rock music and cumbia and and hip-hop and rap because those are two different fucking mm-hmm. things i'm listening to this, but it was just yeah. like well we heard you listen to uh rock song once and you wear all black so you're like a rocker or you're emo and i'm it's like no the farthest fucking thing from it yeah. you know and uh it was very much yeah like the case with my parents where it was just like Yep, listen to it and it's just like, oh, oh. you know, or like, <laughs> lost him. yeah, I remember, <laughs> um, I didn't skate, but I loved, uh, like I had a pair of, I think it was like Etnies because they were comfortable as fuck. Um, and same thing where it's like, oh, yeah, you're a skater now, huh? And I'm like, nope, def, I, I tried, <laughs> but my equilibrium's all fucked up and, uh, your boy can't fucking skate. Yeah. Um, but you know, sort of is what it is. But uh, yeah, this uh, this next song of mine—it's a longer one. 
I'm not, it's this and it's not in Agata De Vita because yeah. if any of you guys listen to episode zero. <laughs> yeah. So I was, this actually stopped me from picking a song of mine. Uh huh. That I was like, I'll save that for another time because it is lengthy. And I was like, we can't have both these songs on here. <laughs> hey, well, you know, to be fair though, I think like this is the only long songs. I don't think any of the other songs of yeah. like are anything over four minutes. Like, yeah. They've but all, I know, but like, I, I just, but it's also like a classic rock song too. So I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll wait. Yeah. And of course this one, um, so I mentioned it, I, I mentioned before, like there's, if this, if this song is in a movie, uh, it just instantly makes it better for me or like in TV or something specifically. I, I, I go back to, uh, the devil's rejects to which me, I think it's a great fucking movie. I really love that movie. Oh, I think it's the best of the three. hundred oh, best of the two. There's no yeah. fucking third one, Drew. <laughs> there is no such thing as a fucking su- a sequel follow up to this. Um, unfortunately, there is. <laughs> um, but to me, the ending is what makes it just so much better. And of course, you know, it's uh, it's, it's scored to this song, uh, "Freebird" mm-hmm. by Leonard Skinner. This song that came out like in what seventy three, so fifty years ago, forty, fifty. Yeah, fifty. Um, I fucking love this song. Like it's one of those ten, ten years before me, twenty years before you. Oh man. Um, yeah. When I live, like, uh, no, not even when I live with them. So when I when I would go play pool with uh, Paul, Anthony, and Tanya, my my friends Jay in there sometimes too. Um, they had one of those uh, jukeboxes where you could like load up songs with your phone, and I would yeah. always put in this fucking song, and they would hate it. <laughs> Because for the next ten minutes, it's this song fucking playing, yeah. and like, anytime anyone's had, they could play a guitar. I'm like, can you play "Freebird" by Leonard Skinner? And it's just like, no. Or like at work, yeah. you know, like we would we would have like a. I wasn't allowed to play this because I would just play, it and everyone's like, again. Um, yeah. But I don't know, dude. This is just again one of those like. It just speaks to my soul. I guess is the only way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the uh, you know you you saying that about like asking anybody who can play, like that's that's the thing, man. Like that's the joke is anytime it's just you just that that the heckle is play Freebird. See, right. and I didn't and I didn't know that was a heckle. I'm genuine. I'm like, can you play Freebird? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean about yeah. I mean, I guess it's. The problem is they people will yell it even if they are genuine during like concerts and things. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it's not part of the show. So no, we're not going to fucking play Freebird. <laughs> um, but I remember I went out uh, 2003, I think it was. I went out to Vegas and I got to see uh, the Blue Man Group. <laughs> and somebody did like you know they're doing their little bit 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 of thing. And, uh, you know, playing on the, their PVC pipes and all that shit. And uh, somebody yells out Freebird. And they stopped. And they just start playing Freebird. Like, percussion-wise. What and it fuck? was fucking amazing. <laughs> See, I've never seen the Blue Man Group. Although I was just watching Arrest, re-watching Arrested Development. Um, Dude, so am I. <laughs> uh, succession will do that to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it will. Yeah. No, that's fucking awesome. Like, well, it's also yeah. too like 
you know, it's like I remember there's like a time in my life, you know, where like when again, when I was younger, you know, and it was just sort of one of those things where it was like I very much was like trying to change who I was to like appease people, you know? Like yeah. um and that's why I think, you know, part of the song, you know, where it's like, you know, like no, I can't change, I won't change. Um which when I like discovered this song, it was one of those like it hit right at the moment. I like I it would I think I was like around like twenty when I discovered this, you know? Um Um it's just I don't know. And then, you know, again, what when we get to to the guitar riff, because I yeah. to me I think it's one of the greatest guitar solos fucking ever. Like and yeah. maybe I don't know, maybe I sound like a fucking idiot and I've just not listened to enough like guitar solos, but I don't know. No, I mean, there's a reason why this is the thing everybody yells. Yeah. Um, and in particular, like I've mentioned it before, uh, whenever the guitar solo, when, so whenever I'm on the expressway listening to this song, I'll purposely get over into the third lane once the guitar solo starts going and yeah. I fucking gun it. I will go as fast as I can and, until I see a cop. Um, <laughs> But like, uh, what am I? One of the things when I used to go record this at Dave's house is that like, because at a certain point you go like eighty miles an hour, so I would just go over in the fucking yeah. third lane, and I would fucking hit a hundred, dude. And like, <laughs> oh, it's fucking, and it's coming up too. But like, yeah. I would just go for it, and again, when I most, have, I was gonna say I have certain songs like that too where. I can't listen to it in the car. If not, I'm like, just become an asshole. Yeah. And, you know, and it's one of those like, oh, and fucking here it comes. For right now, foot on the gas pedal, 100 miles an hour. You know. fucking love this <laughs> you know I'm thinking right now to the fucking ending of uh, Devil's Rejects you know just that fucking shootout scene or uh, oh god what's the one with the British boy when they're in the church and they're fighting everyone oh, the Kingsman. Kingsman Forrest Gump yep. you know all those fancy edits that I've seen on uh, TikTok and YouTube, like, I don't know, to me, you know, it just, again, hypes me up. Like, we talked about that, yeah. you know, before. It's like, and it builds up, too, because it's not until, like, five minutes into the fucking song yeah. that, like, it yeah, gets... Yeah, weirdly, I didn't think about this, but it kind of fits, like, with you playing the way you play in these songs, because my selection does the same exact thing for me so it's just not as long <laughs> yeah you were more polite with your times and i'm the asshole picking the nine minute well I, funny enough my other my other classic rock song was also a very long song by the doors that was i believe is also it might be like 10 minutes honestly wow um Man, i wonder i have like one i mean i enjoy the doors for what they are but if I want to like hear the doors, I play one song. Really? And, yeah. No, I I I discovered the the Doors movie starring uh, Batman. Oh yeah. Um. That's how I, that's how I got into them too. Oh yeah. 
You know, you, you want to fucking, you want to go to war? You don't even know my fucking name. I'm the mother, I'm the fucking That's lizard right. king, bitch. That's right. <laughs> or whatever James Spader says in that episode of The Office. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, there's, there's a handful of the door songs that I like. Um, so there's, but there's one in particular that at some point I'll play on here. But listen, when it comes to long music, um, I think the only other song longer than this that I'll ever play is a, the full uh, 17 minute version of an Inagata De Vida by I Ron Butterfly. Um, <laughs> which, again, in very Burt Kreischer like fashion, like that's the one thing. So I met your buddy, um, what was his name? I, I, I met him yesterday. Chris. 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 Yeah. Uh, at the resignation show. And that was the one thing that I was just like, uh, I was like, yeah, there was one episode of the podcast where Drew said something. And I was like, yeah, you're like Burt Kreischer. And I'm like Tom Segura, and then immediately was like, oh no no no, one of us is Tom Segura, and the other one is the machine. Uh, very clearly, in the way that I just vehemently like proclaim things. Uh, yeah. Or again, like on episode zero, where I'm again vehemently defending Three Six Mafia and their yeah. impact in the music industry, to no pushback from Drew whatsoever. I'm just like, you know, defending it against myself. Uh, but yeah, now, um, at some point I'll play that song because I just really love it. And, you know, and again, I talked about this in the where it's like, oh, you don't think like, I thought to myself, I was like, can I talk for 17 minutes straight? I can't. And I will, <laughs> you know, I could, especially because we could go on about like the Simpsons bit. There's a, uh, the show rescue me. They, they use that song too it's it's been used in a lot of things um it is also yeah, fun I, I, all i have is the simpsons bit that's all i have uh, it was also some fun history on why the song is 17 minutes long and oh. it might include substances what oh, substances well, i won't say i i kind of figured that part but uh <laughs> yeah yeah shout out to fucking classic classic fade out here from uh leonard skinner oh yeah Again, I love this song. And again, someone listening right now might be like, God damn you for making me listen to fucking Freebird <laughs> from beginning to end. Um, but I love them. So sorry about that. Uh, and then again, lastly, on, you know, uh, on this this mixtape of ours, um, mm-hmm. I mentioned there was a, another band that we had in constant rotation. And that, of course, was uh, Food Fighters. And the last song on here is going to be Walk uh, by Foo Fighters. Uh, from their album Wasting Light. Yeah. Semi newer one, which I kinda like just because I seem you know, I age with them a little bit. I mean they're still older than me, but you know, so but yeah, this like I said, there's there's a part in this song that really has that same effect where it's just like when it hits I'll kinda like stop talking about it. But dude, this song I remember like getting getting this album on the fucking recommendation of one Adam Copeland. Um, I mean, I would have listened anyway, but, you know. Uh, the rated our superstar tells you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, all right, yeah, let me listen. And I, like, when this song came on, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. And then uh, when he does his comeback thing, I think it was, like, the 24 or whatever. The, like, they used this fucking song, and I was just like, Oh, he even likes the same fucking song I do. 
<laughs> yeah, I know he. I know him and Christian are a big fan because, um, again, I, yeah. I, I I've already mentioned him, but Matt Nix, he was working security at um, Wrigley Field once for for a concert. They do concerts from there time to time. Yeah, and there yeah, they my were. My brother saw uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah, and there they were, fucking you know, uh, Captain Charisma and the Rated R <laughs> Superstar uh, Edge. <laughs> That's a good Finkel. Yeah. The Ford Finkel. Or, or, or it was a good Luke Gallows doing Finkel. Uh, well, actually, I think it's supposed to be the other announcer. But I do have a good Howard Finkel. The following yeah. podcast is scheduled for one fall. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Howard Finkel. I'm... Yeah. No, I, I did, that's where I recognize this song, though, from. The, like you mentioned, I was yeah. like, the Edge video. That's why I was like, oh, yeah. boom, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, this is this is definitely my fucking go-to, and it's a little bit. This isn't so much like like last week where I'm in that mood, but this one's when I'm like ready to fucking like when I want to get to go to take on the world, you know, one of those moods. One of your bad bitch songs. Yeah, and it starts here. This fucking build-up of just a and like to me, this is this is the shit that gets me going. Yeah, like I, I get fucking chills. Like I just want to fucking like, I don't know. It's one of those days I want to kill a dragon, you know. I get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. To me, the I think my favorite Foo Fighters song is um, uh, fuck. What is the? What if I say I'm not like the others? Yeah. Um. This, like this, I never want to die. Like ah. Uh. just like that like him blowing his voice to fucking get that last bit like it's fucking so good um i'm sorry what was your uh the uh what if i say i'm not like the others yeah or the otters yeah (laughs) you have to tie it in with uh guardians of the galaxy (laughs) three um no i fuck with the food fighters man like, yeah. you know, and, and, and listen, you know, it's, it's one of those things like we mentioned, you know, you go back and you listen to Nirvana and it's like, what are, oh, it's like, I wonder what Dave Grohl's going to be up to after that. And like, I mean, <laughs> I think Dave Grohl's fucking great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's done. He's done all right for himself, you know? Yeah. Um, now they're, they're back out on tour, which is cool. Um, I said that fucking you know, Taylor dying. Fuck. I mean, that was like, I was so excited to watch that movie. And like, I still like, I just, I can't bring myself to watch the movie. Um, yeah. I mean that, that sort of, that sucked. I, I did hear he's got a really good book though. Uh, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Yeah. I believe it was John Pollock. Um, yeah. A post wrestling who, yeah, who, who mentioned. I think that's book. probably where I got my recommendation too. Like, but I, I've, I've read it too. And uh, yeah, it's very good. Oh, shit. Well, hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. Yeah, so that'll conclude, you know, volume two of, of this, um, uh, you know, of our, of our mix. The Pretender is their song, by the, the way. The Pretender, yeah. What if I, again, that that was in heavy, while we were playing Yu-Gi-Oh!, that was one of the one of yeah. our songs that was just in heavy. There was that one. 
uh, that I just, again, specifically remember just always fucking playing. But that one um, and uh, Beautiful Girls with uh, B.O.B. and uh, <sighs> Bruno Mars. For whatever reason, those oh. two songs were like always first on this playlist. So they would play fucking back to back and then I don't know what else fucking I'm gonna, played. I'm going to fucking write down Bruno. I'm going to fucking, he's going to be on my next, next week. Stay tuned, everybody. Yeah, Bruno Mars. So, um, scheduling wise next so uh mm-hmm. the the next episode we do will be another one of these so again for sometimes it'll just be us picking just yeah. sort of songs and again just so you can get a general vibe of, of how these will go um and then i think the following week after that uh we're gonna get into some fun sort of uh some fun themes i'm thinking uh you know something easy like wrestling related you know I'll probably pick uh mm-hmm. so some wrestling theme because it's you listen you pick so, re- I, well i was gonna say too so this I almost kind of went with it because they were they're kind of that theme for me but uh I, not only like if we pick wrestling themes but I think songs that we would want to be our wrestling theme God damn it. our walkout music I'm running that that would be a fun one too um songs you want to do songs we would want for our walkouts uh yeah because i uh, one that i thought just, of, don't don't ask don't ask john and way what that theirs are but you know you can ask <laughs> <laughs> um we'll see one like one other thing is of course like wrestling themes sort of in general yeah. but two also songs by wrestlers you know because there are Whoa. yeah because there's plenty yeah. of uh like i don't know if i've ever talked about my friend brody um uh-huh. you know he's in a band you know uh yeah. so hypothetically if i wanted to do the song god's hate off the album god's hate by the band god's hate yeah you know that's probably one but yeah no there's there's plenty of uh you know or of course your favorite judas you know uh (laughs) but yeah there's plenty of uh or and honestly that came to me because i was listening to this last episode of talk is jericho and he had a swerve strickland on um Mm -hmm. you know he's a rapper in his own right there's a lot of again rap or you know, there's a there's this kid from Puerto Rico who's just at the last show that they were at. You know, who I guess yeah. technically, like I don't know, like where does Bad Bunny fit into the pantheon of like? I mean, I mean, he's yeah, a I'm musician gonna, turned wrestler. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Snoop Dogg. Again, Snoop Dogg fucking works. You know, so <laughs> straight up and if I'm like that, so I think yeah, the you know next week will be. Yeah. Um, another one of these just regular mixtapes that we do, and then. Uh, we'll record some fun wrestling ones to sort of just, uh, you know, best of both worlds. And of course there's going to be that 13 going on 30 coming up soon. So (laughs) a lot of fun stuff that you can expect from us, uh, over here at a scrump and Drew's music box. Um, yeah. I don't know. Any, any parting words? Uh, you know, be good to each other. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and like, uh, like I'm trying to think of what Andre 3000 says in an intro, you know? Yeah, listen, you know, and you guys are all our friends, you know? Play your part. <laughs> well, you know, in, uh, <laughs> if they do you dirty, you know, we got your back like chiropractic, you know? Uh, yeah. But for this week, you know, for this week's episode of Scrump and Drew's Music Box, uh, I've been Scrump. I've been Scrump. <laughs> <laughs> and, this is, uh, <laughs> and this is friend of the show, Travis Barker.